When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Purdy looks right. Purdy now chased out of the pocket. Now going back the other way. A 360 spin. Trying to send. Uh, throws for the end zone. Ayuk is open. Touchdown! San Francisco. Ayuk! Ayuk! Ayuk is on fire! On the playground! What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Instant Reaction Podcast on the Gold Standard Podcast Network. I am Rob Stats Guerrera. Happy New Year to everybody, and it is a happy new year because the 49ers got right against the Washington Commanders, smacking down Washington 27 to 10. They are now one step closer to the number one seed in the NFC. We're going to break down everything that happened in this game. We're going to break down the offense, a big bounce back game for Brock Purdy. Shout out Brock. Nice little birthday present after he turned 24 last week. Congratulations, 49ers. Plenty to break down as I welcome in Levin Black. Happy New Year, Levin. 49ers, get the job done today. Oh, it might be even more of a happy new year. I'm I'm watching currently. I got it here on my phone. The Cardinals are uh, second in goal from the five, down three with 40 seconds to go. They get in. Oh, they could uh, clinch the one seed. So I got that pulled up here on my phone. So. Uh, if I'm a little bit distracted early on, there's a very good reason why. This could be a massive day. The only thing to worry about from the 49ers perspective is Christian McCaffrey, although it looked like he was he wanted to yeah. come back in. He had it going on. I think Kyle did the smart thing and kind of managed it. Um, that's the only thing right now, right now, that hasn't gone the 49ers way. Yeah, I don't think Christian McCaffrey has a serious injury at all. They even said like there was no injury designation, but he's not going back in the game. So, and the Cardinals just scored. Let's go. There's, I think there is, yeah, there's 32 seconds left. So there is a chance they could go down still. And but, the Eagles uh, have no timeouts. Correct. They have no timeouts, 32 seconds. They're down three uh, extra point pending. Let me just say this. It's about time a bird team did something good for the 49ers, okay? Look, we played all of them. We played the Cardinals. We played the Eagles. We played the Ravens. We played the Seahawks. A bird team needs to do something good for the 49ers. Hopefully, hopefully they can cap this one off because that would be very impressive. Let's get to some super chats here. Larkin. YouTube channel member says the boys are looking like themselves again. Also, I hope McCaffrey gets to rest next week. Yeah. If the Cardinals can finish this off, Levin, that's mm-hmm. the benefit of this. Right. If he is at all banged up, you're just like, dude, you just sit, give him yep. two weeks off to rest or three weeks, basically. Cause it's essentially three weeks. That is the beauty of if the Cardinals can finish this off. Yeah. Anybody that's banged up would be resting in week 17. Doesn't yes. mean you go out and you run a shell of a game plan. I think you still try to play to win. That would be my issue if you go out and you don't even try to play to win. Like I said, I, I've seen that too many times growing up with the Colts. I don't like it. You still need to play and game plan for the Rams, but anybody that's banged up doesn't need to play in that game if 
the Cardinals don't do something stupid here at the end of this game. There's 32 seconds left, so it's not it's not over. But they right. did make the extra point, so it's four points. But in terms of this game and that that comment, I don't know that the 49ers got back to themselves. Is it me, or was this game kind of a in-between game? Like, yeah, there's some positives, but there's also some clear negatives. Even though it's a 17-point win, don't get me wrong, but that is probably the worst opponent they've played all year. The offense didn't get it done in the red zone. What they have? Five possessions in the red zone. They had two touchdowns, two field goals, and the turnover on down. Like the, the red zone offense has become an issue two weeks in a row. And the bigger part, I know they only ended up allowing 10 points and they came up big in the second half. But if that defense of the first half shows up in any playoff game, the 49ers are in trouble. Don't go negative. The human wet blanket bringing us down immediately five minutes into the show. You weren't even on the show at the start. You've already brought us down less than five minutes into it. Shout out to Nick. And I'm sorry, Nick, I'm going to butcher this. Nick Escafoliet. I apologize. I don't know how to say your last name, but you get the new YouTube channel member fist bump. Thank you, everybody. All our YouTube channel members, shout out to you. We love you. If you want to become a YouTube channel member, it's less than $3 a month. You get custom emojis, membership badges, priority comment response. We appreciate it. I'm starting positive today, and I'm starting with this comment from Gabe Garoni, another YouTube channel member. Brock managed the ish out of his throws today. Brock Purdy showed up. When the 49ers needed to put the drive away, the game away, excuse me, Brock Purdy shows up and leads them to the touchdown. He has an absolute dot to Brandon Ayuk for 38 yards, where the ball is, you couldn't hand it to Brandon Ayuk any better. And my first thought was on that throw, if he had any doubt about confidence, about, oh, I'm worried about turning it over. I don't know if I can do this. You know, if he was at all shaken up about last week, you don't throw that ball. And Brock just dropped back and laid it in there, and it was a beautiful throw. Yeah, when he when he let that go, I was thinking, oh, somebody's open. And then I saw the coverage, and I thought, oh, no, it's good coverage. If this is underthrown at all, it's going to be an intercepted. And then it was a perfect throw. It was, uh, what, 38 yards? Yep. Uh, more than that in the air. It was a phenomenal throw. I think it won you a best bet, did it not? Uh, It probably did because I'm a smart man. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want the positive, to me, I think Kyle Shanahan had the perfect game plan for today. He came out. He's coming off a game where his young quarterback had four interceptions. How did the 49ers start the game? They were run heavy, but not only that, the passes were safe, short passes, got him going. I think his first... Uh, four completions were all under 10 yards. Got him some confidence, got his mojo back, and then you saw the rest of the offense. You saw in the second half, even before the Christian McCaffrey injury, they came out passing, not running. The 49ers went run, run, run to start the game, and the, the passes were either checkdowns or they were throws outside the numbers. It wasn't a throw into a high traffic area in the middle of the field. I like the way they did that early on because the worst thing you want, right, is for Brock to come out and throw an interception right off the bat. And I feel like the Niners kind of game planned it up so that wouldn't happen. Nick says we played super conservative and tight in the first half. The second half we played like we have been over the second half of the season. I agree. I think they were a little tight. I think in the first half it was more don't lose it. In the second half they were like, all right, let's go win it. 
Yeah, they, they had a really good second half. It was the first half that was a little shaky. Um, but the second half, the defense stepped up. The pass rush still isn't there, but the secondary was the ones that stepped up. They got the interceptions. They shut down the Washington offense in the second half. It was a great second half from the secondary. It's the rest of the defense I'm still a little concerned about. But I'm watching now. It looks like the game is over. The Niners have the one seed. The so Niners? Now we can celebrate the new year. <laughs> yeah, baby. That is how you do it. Can no. you do that little yell again? <laughs> that is how you do it. Your San Francisco 49ers are the top seed in the National Football Conference. And I'm saying it right now, Levin. Book it. We're going to Vegas. We're going to the Super Bowl. I'm, I believe it with every bone and every cell in my body. Toy Story 5, Woody in Vegas. Right? You deny it? I don't deny it. I'm not that type. I'm not guaranteeing a Super Bowl just because of a bye week. You can call it what you want. I'm not going to do that. But I do like their chances a heck of a lot more with the bye week than without. I think with the bye week, they're super heavy favorites without the bye week. I would I would argue maybe they weren't even favorites if they didn't get that bye week. Because this team is needing that bye week. The defense is tired. I think yeah. that much is clear. The defense is very tired, and on top of that, they have a lot of, like, nagging injuries. Like, they have a lot of injuries that aren't, like, super serious, where people are going on IR season ending, but they're not quite back. You know, Armstead probably gets an extra week now. He doesn't have to play next week and risk a re-injury. He's going to be able to sit out, get two weeks more, be 100% healthy, fully fresh coming into that Mm -hmm. playoff game. You, you got other guys, like you said, Christian McCaffrey might sit now, although Christian McCaffrey will probably fight the play, and he does have a franchise record to go chase, and Kyle Shannon tends to be kind of sensitive to that. But it's all in their control. Like, they could do whatever they want now, right? right? They could play him for a half. Maybe you play a half against the Rams. Maybe you do something like this, but you have the luxury now. Your biggest problem right now is how do we manage – before yeah. we have the bye week. This is what a freaking Sunday. What a way to close out 2023 with the Niners clinching the one seed and the Eagles getting Oof. smacked by the Cardinals in their own building. The, yeah. the Eagles are in a free fall. Yes, Let's they call it what it is. They are in a free fall. They well, they got uh, the, the blueprint. Nick Bosa was right. They have not been a playoff quality team since they played the 49ers. Period. Steve- Stephen Duckett, YouTube channel member, says Brock dropping dots and making plays. I tweeted out the picture of Brock Purdy on the somehow I managed book cover from the office after he made that play, the touchdown pass to Brandon Ayuk, which you know what? Shame on me. We didn't even talk about. For all the Brock Purdy game manager talk, he drops back to pass on that play. Nobody's open. The offensive line breaks down. Brock spins out of pressure, rolls out to his right, and hits Brandon Ayuk wide open in the back of the end zone. Unlike the throw against Jacksonville, this was not a risky throw by Brock Purdy and he gets the touchdown and that basically made it a three score game and put it out of, out of reach for, for Washington. It's the ad living that we ne- we didn't see with any other, other 49er quarterbacks in recent years. You saw Brock Purdy wall scrambling point to get Ayuk to go back because yep. he saw, Hey, that entire side of the end zone has been voided by the defense because they're following me go back and you'll be wide open. So it, it's that ad lib being a field general type of play that this offense has been missing for 
well over a decade. I mean, Kaepernick sort of did it a little bit, but not even a lot with him. Alex Smith didn't really do that. His like, were runs, though. Right. His were runs. He was going to take off. Like In that exact scenario, Kaepernick's running for a five-yard gain. He's just going. Or maybe Which isn't necessarily a bad result. Don't get me wrong. But it, it's a different class that's able to scramble and try to keep the pass going. Yep. Really, the last quarterback for the 49ers to be able to do that with success was Jeff Garcia. And that was really what made Jeff Garcia any good was the ad-libbing. That's what Jeff Garcia was good at. Speaking of Jeff Garcia, he's maybe the only 49er that didn't have a good day today because Brock Purdy threw for 230 yards, which was two more yards than he needed to set the 49ers single season passing yardage record in the history of this organization. No quarterback has ever thrown for more yards than the 24-year-old coming off career-saving elbow surgery in the offseason in Brock Purdy. Congratulations, Brock. All the naysayers, all the system quarterback guys can go pound sand because you're in the record books. Yeah, and he's also the first quarterback for the 49ers to have 30-plus touchdowns since Jeff Garcia in 2001. So he's set one record, and he became the first to do another thing in passing in over 20 years for the 49ers. So it is a special season. I don't think he's getting MVP. I don't know if you saw what Lamar did today, but. Oh my God, he was insane. Yeah. Lamar has probably punched that MVP ticket at this point with the way they also clinched the one seeds. So the one seeds are out going into the final week, but Brock Purdy, especially he has 31 passing touchdowns now to 11 interceptions. That is a phenomenal season. There's a game to go. We'll see if he ends up playing in that game. I don't know that he will. Uh, I don't know that Kyle, Kyle's probably going to go into PTSD and say, I'm not risking going into a playoff game without my quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it, that would be a scary thing. Running wild. I would like to see him get a half. That's kind of how I do yeah, Maybe Give him a half, whether it's a blowout, whether it's close, doesn't matter. He's out. Get Darnold a half so that if something were to happen in the playoffs, Darnold has played recently and hopefully would be better than what we normally see. Run Wild 17 says, in-laws got me tickets for next week. First 49ers game since 2008, LFG. Congratulations to you. Larkin says, home field and a bye, LFG. Thank you very much, Larkin. We appreciate the donation. Antonio, one seed, baby. I love all the celebrations. Grace, we appreciate the donation. Feel free to make a comment. We'll throw it up on the screen. Uh, Warlock says, I've always said Purdy will win us playoff games and the Super Bowl. Shout out to you. Already done one of those things. That's true. Uh, I want to get this one in, even though we're rejoicing. Real OBJ CDT says, Ronnie Bell is trash. Bench him. He made another couple of shaky plays for me in this game. I don't like him returning punts. I haven't heard anything about, uh, I'm drawing a blank Ray on him. Ray Ray yeah. Ray Ray McLeod coming back. Next week, he can come back. He was on IR, so he couldn't come back. Uh, yeah, so- but I haven't heard like any updates. Like there's been yeah. no, oh, it looks like he'll be ready to come back or anything like that. We'll probably hear that. There'll probably be a question coming uh, either tomorrow or in the Wednesday press conference, we'll know because he will have returned to practice. But yeah, I, I, I don't like Ronnie Bell whatsoever as a no, returner. I he, don't. He like is it. dangerous. Even there was a play today where he wasn't going to return the kick, and yet it almost glances off him for a fumble. It's like, dude, if you are not going to touch the kick, get the hell away from it. But and, and he and they also caught one and then got drilled. He could have fumbled that one. I don't like him back there, but whatever. Uh, Can oh. we just? Can we just retire the number 10 number? Yeah. Like have it up there retired, but no name associated right. with it. Cause you got Kyle Williams and you got Jimmy Garoppolo, Ronnie Bell. He hasn't done anything critical to 
cost the 49ers yet, but it's just one of those scenarios where you He's can tried. It's one of those scenarios where you see the train wreck coming and it's please get off the tracks. Uh, Four King Crazy YouTube channel member says BCB franchise record and number one seed. Happy New Year. A lot of people like Oscar appreciate you says Brock broke the record in 16 games. And that's right. He absolutely deserves credit for that. It wasn't like a 17 game. Oh, well, he eked over the record. No, no, no. This isn't like Randy Moss breaking Jerry Rice's touchdown record in like four more games. That's not what happened here. Matthew Rowley, don't forget to mention Brock did both of those things in 16 games, so we don't want to hear about how he got an extra game. And Andre says, first round bye feels great. Kyle will rest key players. Are you guys okay with Armstead, Christian McCaffrey, Jawan Jennings, and a few other key players not playing for weeks? I'm going to put my trust in Kyle to rest the guys that need to rest and play the guys that need to play. I'm going to he knows more about it than I do. I like what they did with McCaffrey today. I love the fact, because you could tell McCaffrey wanted to come back in, but Elijah Mitchell was running the ball well. Right. Elijah Mitchell looked good in this game. You were up by, I think, 17 points for basically most of the time that McCaffrey was out. I'm totally fine with how Kyle managed it today. That was smart. Yeah, it was uh, It was okay. I don't know that what they're going to do next week. Like, do you play Debo in his physical style and risk losing that? And Debo didn't have the best game today. He only had 37 receiving yards in terms of the receiving. He, he has 834 in the season. I don't think he has a shot at the 1,000 yards. So you, you're not, like, playing him. to You know, if he was at 950 yards, I think you would probably allow him to play because you know he would want to to get that 1,000-yard season. There's really nothing for him to play for. Ayuk, do you risk him? The, the one that he mentioned there in the comment was Juan Jennings. No, Juan Jennings needs to play. He's the third string. If he's healthy, that's who plays. Because if he doesn't play, somebody like Debo or Ayuk will probably have to play. I could see him, like I said, deciding because they have the bye, he's going to play the regular offense for the first half to keep them fresh. And then in the second half, allow the backups to come in. That's going to be the topic of the week. And that is a great place to be in. With a week to go, your your biggest decision is how you manage things when you have the number one seed. If you're watching on the stream right now, here's Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle watching the Cardinals, the end of the Cardinals game when the Cardinals score. Right. Here we go. Go on, Kyle. You're watching on Mike Silver's. Number one seed. Let's go. Go. <laughs> you know, out of all of that, I got one question. Well, how far away that was from Mike Silver. Does he have a selfie stick? Oh, God, I don't know. Because Mike Silver does not strike me as a selfie stick guy. He's kind of the, you know, old school journalist. But that certainly looked like he had a selfie stick. But watching them react, like you heard Fred Warner on his podcast this week say, ah, the number one seed doesn't matter if you're not playing well. They know it matters. You watch them react to that. They know. Watch their tune change. The 49ers are two home wins away from playing in the Super Bowl. That's where you are right now. When you get the number one seed, that's the road you have to go through on the playoffs. And look, who do you, you know, who in the NFC is scaring you right now? The Eagles? Definitely not. The Cowboys? Uh, Maybe, but they should have lost to the Lions. I mean, the Rams? The Rams are fighting for their life against the New York Giants right now with 37 seconds left. Oh, they just missed a field goal that would have given them the lead. Who? Mason Crosby missed a field goal for the Giants that would have given them the lead over the Rams with 30 seconds to go. So who scares you? Who is the big bad in the NFC? That's why I say 
They're going. They're going to Vegas. The the only team that gives me any like true, I would say, feelings of being scared is the Rams because the familiarity, the fact that they know they've done it in the playoffs before upsetting the 49ers. That's the one that scares me a tiny bit. It is definitely the most confident I've ever been of a Super Bowl trip with the 49ers going into the in into the playoffs. Like in my fandom, this is the most confident I've ever been because none of the NFC teams have risen. Right? right. The Rams kind of have, but they have seven losses. It's not like you're sitting there going, Oh my, that's a juggernaut that also only has four or five losses, right? All the really good teams that had the great records are faltering at the end of the season. The Cowboys have five losses. The Lions now have five losses. The Eagles now have five losses. All of them have looked bad in recent games. Yes. It's a great place to be if you're San Francisco. If I like, if I told you in July that this is where we would be on New Year's Eve, you would be, oh, if I told you in July. If you told me two weeks ago. Well, but even think about where we were in July, right? Like we didn't even know if Brock was going to be back. If I told you that Brock was not going to miss a game in the regular season, if I told you that he was going to set the 49ers single season passing yardage record, the 49ers were going to get the number one seed in the NFC with a week to go, you would have been, your mind would have been completely blown. Yet here we are on the last day of 2023 and all of those things are true. Uh, I'll do you one better. If you had told me back in July, the 49ers will lock up the number one seed in, with a game to go. I would have said, oh, Trey Lance is the real deal. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe so. But That would have been my assumption because at that time, I wasn't thinking Brock would be healthy enough right. to play the full season. Yeah. And for them to get the one seed, they would have had to start out well. So I would have been sitting here going, wow, Trey Lance must have really come through. It's just an incredible sequence of events that has happened. So many things have come up for the 49ers. And you need that when you make a run to the Super Bowl. And obviously, I know the 49ers are not that are not there yet. But when you make a run to the Super Bowl, you need to be really good. And you also need a bunch of stuff to go your way that is out of your control. You need circumstance to help you. Perfect example. The Cardinals beating the Eagles today. Not saying that the 49ers couldn't have won next week against the Rams, but stuff like that matters. Now the 49ers don't have to go pedal to the metal in week 18 and then go into the bye week. They can really maximize the rest that they are going to get. It just seems, it feels like to me, all the stars are lining up. We got a couple super chats. Let's get to it. Alejandro says, why didn't they put Armstead on IR weeks ago? Did they not think the injury was serious? No, I think with the plantar fasciitis, it's it can flare up and it can get better. So I don't think they wanted to put him on IR because there was a chance he maybe could feel good enough to play. And so they didn't want to lose him. And uh, unfortunately he hasn't been able to go. It's an injury that has no timetable for returning. It is, you could be better in two days. You could be better in two months. There's no way to know. It's whenever it subsides, you know, I'm trying to think of a a good injury. It's, it's like a, a tennis elbow. I, you know, that's something that a lot of common people like us have dealt with. There's no timetable. You give it rest. When it stops being flared up and irritated, the pain will go away. Mm-hmm. There's there's nobody that can predict that. I'm dealing with that for the last three months. My elbow has been killing me for three months. I, I had my yearly physical exam. I mentioned it to my doctor and he goes, just keep wearing your brace. It'll go away eventually. I deal with it every year too. There, there's Boy. no solution. 
I didn't know you were questionable on the injury report. I give the injury report every day in 49ers and five, our five minute news update that comes out every weekday. Maybe I should put Levin Black. I'm going to put it on tomorrow. Which well, if you want the truth, uh, I, I have come to realize it's probably not tennis elbow. It's probably uh, what's called corporal tunnel syndrome. It's carpal tunnel. tunnel. No, carpal tunnel's the wrist version. This is the elbow version. My My sister has had surgery for carpal tunnel and I've talked to her and she has similar elbow pain before she had the surgery. And I have that elbow pain. And it's from being back in school and doing a lot more of this. Well, just a quick heads up, everybody. 49ers and 5 will come out tomorrow. It's going to be a little later. Not going to lie. I got a New Year's Eve party to go to tonight. That's why I'm not drinking because I'm going to be driving, which just hey, really hey. quick. No, 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 no. Your life is not more important than 49ers and 5. <laughs> we will get back to the 49ers stuff. I want to say in, in all seriousness, please, please be safe tonight. There are services you can call to get a free ride. It won't even cost you any money. Please, that we we don't need yes. to have accidents tonight. Get off the road. If you've been drinking, call somebody, call a service. Please, we can prevent all the bad stuff that I know is going to happen tonight. Please don't let it happen to you. Please be safe. Celebrate as much as you want, but please be careful. I, I don't even know where to go from that because that's like a nice message. But... Uh, nice wholesome just, message is the 49ers have the one seed. Right. Hank dad has a wholesome <laughs> message. YouTube channel member. The 49ers are the NFC boogeyman full stop. I completely agree. Jason Ornelas says woke up at 3 a.m. To watch the game in Korea and was rewarded nice. with the one seed. Good confidence boost from last week. Now rest McCaffrey and play Brock one series uh, for all those people that are curious to see what Sam Darnold looks like in this offense. I think you're going to get the chance to do it next week. I, I am not curious. I don't want to see it. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Matthew Rowley says Eagles YouTube is melting down and it's great. I yeah, saw send, send out an invite to them. <laughs> get uh, get uh, Brandon Lee Galton on here. Oh, yeah. See, see how confident he is. You know, since he was so confident, wasn't worried about the 49ers at all. Cam Inman has a good tweet. 49ers history as the number one seed. They won the Super Bowl in 81 and 84. They lost in the divisional round to 87. They won the Super Bowl in 89. They lost the next two uh, in 90 in the championship game and 92 in the championship game. 94, of course, they won the Super Bowl. 97, they lost in the NFC championship game. And 2019, they lost to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, going off of this, they're at least going to make the NFC championship game. And think about it. You win one home playoff game, you're in the NFC championship game. So more than likely, their Niners are going in the NFC title game, what, for the fourth time in five years? Yeah. I mean, the one thing I took from that tweet is the Niners have had the one seed 10 times in 42 years. So essentially one out of every four years, the 49ers have the one seed in the NFC, which is insane. There, there are teams in the league that have never had the one seed. The, uh, the Lions is one of them. They've never had the one seed. That's a damn shame, huh? Yeah, Boy, yeah. that's a damn shame. Breaks my heart. Yeah. Antonio says, great ending to a rough 2023. Thank you, Kyle and company. Wishing for a great 2024, starting with a Super Bowl victory. Matthew that's what I was going to say. I want to stay with that. Speaking of 2023s, the craziness that we couldn't have predicted in July, all of the crazy quarterback stuff for the 49ers that went on, but also for you. 2023 has been a crazy year. Yeah. It was January that uh, – yeah, SB Nation did what they did. And it's been a crazy 11 months since then. 
Yeah, I, I geez, I hadn't really thought about that, but yeah, you're right. It has been it's, uh it's the new year. This will be the first time that you enter a new year knowing, hey, I'm self-employed. And I gotta be honest with you, I don't know that I'll ever go back. It would somebody would have to make us such a crazy good offer for me to give up control of what we have. I don't think I'll ever ever do it. So and that's it. Thank you, everybody. That's because of you. I could not do this without your support. And thank you, Levin, and everybody here, part of the Gold Standard Network. I literally could not do it without the team that we have here. So thank you. Um, if, if I win the Powerball, I'm buying the rights to the Gold Standard Network. Uh, you may be able to make me an offer <laughs> that I would have. Just to make you my employee, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never mind, I take it back. Matthew Rowley says, why was McCaffrey not in the entire fourth? Does he have an injury? He has a yeah. calf. I'm going to call it a calf situation. It looked yeah. like he could have come back in. He, he had his helmet on. I don't even think he went into the blue medical tent, um, but they just stuck with Elijah Mitchell. I'm sure Kyle will talk about I, it. After I'll call game. it a calf contusion. That's what it seemed like to me. Uh, yeah. He, he, he has a bad bruise. It was probably, he was feeling it, but it wasn't structurally bad. That's why he stayed in uniform. And from what the sideline reporter said, he was trying to get back in the game and they were holding him out. Even though the 49ers said he has no technical injury designation at first, and then it was like half a quarter later, they go, oh, he's questionable. Right. Um, we talked about, obviously, the Niners getting the one seed. That's awesome. Jeff Dini on Twitter pointed out the Niners do not have to leave the Pacific time zone the rest of the year, no matter what happens. They ain't leaving because they're playing in San Francisco. And if they make the yeah. Super Bowl, they're playing in Vegas. You know, that's another benefit with the, the, the travel and the buy and all that stuff. Like, that's all working in the 49ers' favor, talking about circumstance favoring san francisco that's just another little thing uh kyle shanahan apparently after the game we have an update on christian mccaffrey he said he might have a calf strain so kyle shanahan is not even saying that christian mccaffrey is injured for sure yeah. he might have a calf strain he indicated it doesn't appear to be serious that's obviously good news i say give him a week off next week give him a week off yeah. don't even like just do it rest him then you because because it's not just one week, it's three weeks off if he doesn't play. That's the, right. the part that I think, you know, why wouldn't you want him as rested as possible? It, he can still practice during the week. Just don't play him in the game. Yeah, I don't see any reason to risk anybody. Um, it, like I said, I'm not a fan of having two full weeks off from a mental aspect of not even trying, which is how the, I keep going back to it because it's my childhood. It's the example I know. But the Colts wouldn't even game plan in that week. You know, they would purposely, oh, we're not going to reveal anything. I think that's the bad way to go about it. You can rest people. That's fine. But you still try to win. You still make a game plan to try to win. You keep that mental edge to the team still going. That's what I want to see. I don't care who plays and doesn't play. I care. Just go out and try and rest anybody that you feel needs the rest. I completely agree with you, and we'll find out. Matt Barrows has a good tweet here. Biggest beneficiaries of the Cardinals 49ers wins. Eric Armstead, obviously we know. Christian McCaffrey, of course. And Aaron Banks, who didn't play today. John Feliciano started at left guard. Banks is dealing with that turf toe thing. Banks, I mean, if he doesn't play next week, he's going to have a month off. So that, this buy is so, so crucial for the 49ers. Can we talk about Feliciano? Sure. He's the best guard on this team. Yeah, I think you're right. He's the best guard on this team. He's he's better than Banks has looked. Banks regressed a little bit this this year. Burford has been shouldn't even be starting. Yeah, like, he's been bad. He's regressed too, and he was already at a lower spot than Banks was. Banks was average 
starting quality, I would say, last year. He wasn't bad. He wasn't great. Burford was already kind of below average, and he's regressed even more. Feliciano is the best guard on this team, and I want to see them bring him back because he should be starting next year. There was, I mean, Kyle basically said he was going to work him into the starting lineup regardless of the injuries yeah. they had at guard. Um, and you look, any any above-average play on the offensive line outside of Chud Williams is a massive, massive win for this team. Hink Dad says Elijah Glass Mitchell looked really good today. Yeah, we've kind of gotten away from this specific game because of everything that's happened, but Mitchell, 17 carries. Led the team in touches, 80 yards, almost five yards per carry. Obviously had a rushing touchdown as well. Like, he's a good player. The problem with Elijah Mitchell is never been performance. It's always been availability. If he's healthy, we know he can play. Yeah, he's, he's a really good runner because of his, his ability to get to top-end speed and see the hole and just hit it. You know, Christian McCaffrey has more patience, I would say. Christian McCaffrey's more... This year, he's actually been reminding me a lot of Le'Veon Bell, if, I, if I'm honest. Hmm. He kind of goes and he waits and waits and waits, and then he sees the one spot and he cuts it back or he cuts forward. You know, he he sits and waits and shows patience, and the moment he sees the hole, then he makes the one cut and goes. Whereas Legend Mitchell is much more, I'm going. And I think he adjusts as he goes, but he use, utilizes his speed in a way that Christian McCaffrey isn't quite the same. Christian McCaffrey's more the – I'm going to wait you out because I trust my offensive line and I'll, I'll find the cutback lane to hit. And that's why Christian McCaffrey is so good in this offense, because that's what the outside zone run scheme is all about. Wait for the hold of develop, make one cut and go. Alejandro says, what's your guys take on the offensive line play? We've had a lot of injuries and players shuffling everywhere, but for what we have, I think we did pretty good. I think that Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey have done a lot to make this offensive line look a lot better than it is. There are there are plays where we saw in that touchdown to Ayuk. I mean, Brock, that's a Brock Purdy just making a play, avoiding the pressure, rolling out, finding Ayuk for a touchdown that put the game away. You know, Christian McCaffrey's had so many plays where he's there's a guy in the backfield. He makes a miss and cuts back and gains a bunch of yardage. I think that the offensive line outside of Trent Williams has been below average, but the Niners have the players, and I think Kyle recognizes it too, and they have the play calling to work around it in most cases. And and I'll say this, you can't take anything from this game in terms of that. This is a defense in the commanders that traded away pretty much every defensive lineman other than Jonathan Allen that they could. Mm -hmm. So I I don't think you can take a lot away from the the offensive line play in this game, because this was, this is a defensive line that is a shell of what it was. It's all backups at this point, other than Jonathan Allen. And guess what? We saw Jonathan Allen make, multiple plays in this game yeah yeah the offensive line is it is what it is it's part of the reason why the Niners need that game script to go in their favor because that's when they can work around those deficiencies are are you saying they're not built to come back I'm saying their weaknesses are exposed (laughs) most I Uh still think they Uh can come back Uh Benjamin Bear YouTube channel member says let's celebrate with a Lombardi trophy go Niners yeah let's freaking go baby is there anything else you know what let's get to the defensive performance because before we go, and I'm, I am cutting the show a little short again. I have a New Year's Eve party to get to. I love you all, but, uh, you know, I do want to take time to celebrate the good moments and the good days with the family. The defense in this game, especially in the first half, scared me a little bit. Commanders go down the field. They get a field goal. They get a touchdown in the first half. It's 13-10 at halftime, and I'm sitting there like, we should be blowing this team out. We have no sacks at halftime. The commanders, Eric Bieniemy's doing screens. They're running the ball. 
I, I was a little shook by the defensive performance in the first half of this game. I, I got a quote for you. It, it comes from early in the second half. The quote is Rob Stats Guerrero texting me brutal defense today. Yeah. That's where they were at that point. They finished strong. So we should be fair. Yes. But like I said, they finished strong because they got the turnovers. They got two interceptions. The defensive line was still not getting home. No. And not get home against this team is inexcusable, to be honest. That defensive line is a major concern for me at this point. I mentioned them leading into this game when I was talking to you earlier this week. I don't feel like this defensive line is getting home fast enough. Yeah, they get pressures, but pressures only go so far. They're just not getting it done. And that's all there is to it. And it has coincided with Eric Armstead going out. Yes. But how is Eric Armstead that important? Don't get me wrong. He's a great player, but he's still have Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrave, and Chase Young. How can they not get it done against a team that's given up tons of sacks this season and was down multiple starters? Yeah. It's a concern because you go against a good a good team, you're going to get beat with the defensive line playing the way that they are. They need to figure it out. And I think you saw that towards the end of that game, they were bringing blitzes a lot more frequently than they have. They've been uh, in the bottom five for blitz percentage pretty much all year as a defense. But I noticed almost every third down play, instead of going back into coverage like they normally do and just rushing four, they were blitzing. So I, I feel like Wilkes is recognizing this defensive line's not getting it done and he's starting to try to blitz to at least get that pressure there faster than they have been. But that's a major concern going forward. Yeah, like the commanders are going down the field. It's 20 to 10 and the commanders get the ball back and they're going right down the field. They're in they're on the 49ers. What was it? 11 yard line like they're going into score and they threw the interception and like if you wanted to say last week well the 49ers moved the ball well down the field against the Ravens they kicked the hell out of the Ravens defense but they just turned it over then you got to say the same thing this week that the commanders were working the 49ers Mm -hmm. defense until the turnover you got to apply the same standard to both games shout out to Mooney Ward great play by him in the red zone shout out to Diamador Lenore who got another actually Diamador Lenore almost had two in the game um, the Niners defense did get the turnovers, but hopefully we don't have to rely on that. That's what, what you don't want. You don't want it to be like, well, we better get turnovers or the other team's going to move up and down the field on us. And I think with a healthy Armstead and arrested Greenlaw, arrested Warner, uh, you know, hopefully arrested Jair Brown, we'd like to see him get back in the game. The Niners defense looks more like the Niners defense we saw coming out of the bye week when they were incredible. Let's hope. I mean, in reality, they got three games of importance we hope left this season and that's the three playoff games if everything goes right that's it you got three games to go out there fly around be a difference maker of a defense that you should be with the amount of stars that you have on the team four king crazy youtube channel member says this d-line needs the rest they will be flying after some r&r we have seen the difference like this defense looks light years different when they get a little bit of rest and now they're going to have plenty of it that is not going to be the issue for the 49ers if they don't win the Super Bowl. It is all lining up for them to win the Super Bowl. You're going to have rest. You're going to have a healthy quarterback. You would think they're going to have a healthy Christian McCaffrey, a healthy Debo, because remember, Debo was on the injury report this week. Yeah. It's it's lining up for them 
We talked about it's Super Bowl or bust this year, and that has only intensified now that the 49ers have the number one seed. Let's put it this way. They have zero excuses now. Yep. They got their one seed. They got their rest. There's no excuses for not getting it done this year. They've been close. We've been in the Super Bowl window now for half a decade. So it's time to get one of these. And as we've said many, many times all year long, cement their legacy. That's what's at stake now. Legacy. You're playing for history. You're playing for a championship, yes, but you're playing to be remembered as one of the greatest 49er teams of all time. That's where we are right now. That's what's left. And when you say three games, that really hit me like, holy hell, there's only three games. At most, there's three games left in the season for the 49 Well, four, I guess. We're not counting next week, but it's not really a real game since you've already got the number one seed. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the show. Hold on, I got a question for you. Sign me to nine on Twitch has a question for you. Are you saving the Woody outfit for the New Year's Eve party? It's not a Woody outfit. It's a plaid shirt. That's all it is. I wear a plaid shirt on the show one time and Levin <laughs> Woody from Toy Story. Hey, hey, actually, it came from the comments. Somebody threw it in the comments. Rob looks like Woody today, and I put it on the screen, and it's become a thing now. So you can't actually blame me. I, I actually don't remember the commenter that put it up there, but it's actually a commenter that noticed it first. Yeah, it's probably your burner. That's why Brisby Life says that wasn't a denial. I actually don't even know. I got to change my clothes because I don't want to. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll take a picture of it. Maybe I'll tweet it out. Would that satisfy everybody? Is your wife, Aaron, listening right now? If you, if no. you are, please go lay the shirt out for him <laughs> and put, steal his phone sometime tonight and post a photo of him on his Twitter with it on. Please do us Check. all a favor. Please. YouTube channel member Chad Marshall says, my son has Woody pajamas too, Rob. It's okay. Gameplay.exe <laughs> says, hashtag embrace the Woody, which is, that's you. you yeah, that one's me. Yeah. <laughs> getting us in trouble with people for all we know. But thank uh, you, everybody. Thank you for all the support this year. It has been absolutely incredible, and we are just getting started. Ooh, I liked it. Edgar, yeah, you get the fist pump because you've been a channel member for four months. Happy New Year, Niners. Hell yeah, baby. We're going to try and get – I got an idea for the playoffs that if it works out will be very, very cool uh, in terms of a guest that I want to bring on the show. So hopefully we can hook that up and bring you some big guests as we go down the stretch here for the 49ers. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I have an idea of who, but I'll keep my mouth shut. Good. That is, well, that'd be a welcome change. Enjoy the rest of your night, everybody. Again, be safe. Please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Rate, review, and follow the podcast. If you click the little bell on YouTube, you'll get notified every time we go live, which if you're new to the show, thank you. We are live every single weekday on YouTube. We do a five-minute 49ers and five update that comes out every weekday morning to keep you updated on the team. We are your best stop for 49ers coverage, and we hope you give us a chance if you are just hopping on at this point in the year. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy the, the night. Happy New Year, and we'll talk to you in 2024. This has been a Gold Standard Podcast Network production, part of the Fans First Sports Network.